when I was, I just graduated high school, actually it was after my first year of college, I went to BCC, or whatever it is now, and uh, my friends and I said, let's all go to Mexico. And we were going to drive. We drove from here all the way to Belize and Guatemala, spent a couple of months in Mexico. It was absolutely amazing, camping out all around Mexico and, and Belize. And when we, before we left, we found a book. It was called The People's Guide to Mexico. And I'm not a tour guide book or you know, tour book guy or anything, but this one was absolutely the best, and I've bought it again. I love going to Mexico. We go, we used to go all the time before babies. Now it's time to go back to Mexico. But on the front cover, it said, wherever you go, there you are. And that statement is so powerful, and it meant a lot to me then, so much so it's etched in my brain after all these decades, really, because being in the moment, wherever we are, it's powerful. We might make mistakes in this moment, it was all perfect, okay? This mistake might lead to something wonderful down the road. This moment is powerful. Wherever we go, there we are. We are here right now, honoring this moment and how we're serving, how we're creating ourselves, how we're creating our life, how we're moving ourselves, packing up our goods to move from our homes, whatever it might be, it's the moment. This moment leads to the next. So how I live in this moment is very powerful for me and important for me. If I don't honor that moment, this moment that I'm currently in, I'm not going to honor the next one or the next one or the next one. If I find myself off of this moment, what do I do? I try and regroup it. I just did continue education in uh, uh, Fort, uh, Palm Beach this weekend. And I realized I'd rather be in the moment than try and take myself out of it. Because sometimes we just get thinking about our day and what have you. Sometimes I write my goals and do this. Because a lot of the stuff I've listened to over and over again, over years and years and years. And But this time I really decided to be in the moment. I got a lot out of what the speakers were saying. The slides were new, where they'd been the same repetitive ones last year or the year before or what have you. The slides were new this time. The talk was different. I was around new people on either side of me that I could see them. They were getting a lot out of what the speaker was saying and taking notes, and they were really in the moment. So I got into that energy as, as well. When I came out of the room for a break, a lot of the people that were around me asked for adjustments, and I had no idea who they were, actually. And I said, absolutely. And I, and I served them. I would imagine if I was complacent and, you know, flipping my phone and just not really present, they probably wouldn't have asked me for the adjustment. And I thought about how is that in my day? I don't walk around the office with my phone in my back pocket. I don't think about the phone calls that I need to make when I'm adjusting people. And I really, and Alexandra will tell you this, I don't want any news really while I'm adjusting. Really good or bad in a way, because I wanna stay focused on my moment. That moment is powerful for each individual. Adjustments don't take very long, okay? It doesn't really take very long. And with a lot of the students I talk to, I'm, I talk about like, controlling our rituals. There's a lot of things that we do pre-adjustment and post-adjustment and conversations. Controlling our rituals and being focused. And we have to love in the moment. 
loving in the moment because we only have a short period of time. And a lot of people say, you know, wow, you, that was just amazing and they're ready to go and do their thing. In the past, I've spent more than necessary time with people and sometimes the adjustment or what have you wasn't the star of what we just did. It became conversations about traveling or fishing or something else, a football game or a baseball game. And that's not really what's important. That's what we call small talk. My father would never engage in small talk. If someone started talking to him about something that was mundane, he would say, mm-hmm, and walk away. And literally, mm-hmm, or not even do that and walk away. He's not the most easy person to deal with in life. I have to admit that. I learned the lessons of trying not to be as cold as he has been <laughs> himself. Um, but still, we have, when we're going through something that's, we're serving people or creating a life of our dreams, there are places that we waste ourselves. Now, building relationships are important and communicating, that's important. But where we waste time, and we waste our energies, or we have people that are energy suckers, we also have to label that for ourselves. My time is important. I feel, like I always tell people, I never live in a world of convince. I'm not going to try and convince you to get adjusted, convince you the power of chiropractic, convince you to like me, especially not, convince you to be my friend, or convince you to hate me, I don't care. What I can do is have a conversation with you, express the needs, wants, desires, pros and cons if you'd like, but building something that is powerful for your life and mine. When I do outside marketing and things, there are a lot of times there are people that just want to, you know, convince me that I should come to you. And I've had people ask me that many, many times, and I said, no. You'll know what's right for you. I'm here to serve you and help you transform your life. When you're ready for me, I'm ready for you. Simple as that. I might not go in such an eloquent way sometimes because that takes me off my game occasionally. But walking through a mall, I've had people run up to me and say, hey, I've seen your video, or my friend showed me your card. I've seen your picture before. Can you help me? Absolutely. I'm here to serve you. Okay? So even at the front desk, in the back office, and I've had people doing exams where they've paid to come in, do an exam, and want me to convince them to stay. And working in a level of convince, it's a hard place to live. I don't have to convince you of, every, of anything. I know what I have. I'm gonna, I can educate you. I can give you the steps to, to make a transformation in your life. But if I have to trip you coming out of the door and trick you from something, then what have I done? I'm doing more to serve myself, right? So we talked about this morning just communicating, looking where our communications are limited. Sometimes we open ourselves up for you know, these conversations that are not serving. We open ourselves up once we want to, sometimes we want to get in that fight. I want to tell you what's right for you. And that's not a happy place, really. And I am, I'm a New Yorker. I grew up in New York City. Sometimes I want to just fight. 
And, uh, you know, I'm letting go of those things in my life because I think every human being should be checked for a vertebral subluxation, that's interference with the nerve system, and be adjusted chiropractically, absolutely. But can I convince every human being out there to do that? No. Can I educate the ones that want to transform their lives? Absolutely, I'm open to it. This morning, last night, this morning, I have woken up with a vigor to transform the world. I woke up this morning absolutely excited to be here. I couldn't wait to get here. I was here earlier than I even expected, and I woke up my kids to have breakfast with me. Or I've used, I've let them sleep. This morning, I woke them up. You come down and have breakfast with me. And they liked it. They were very excited to do it. So I changed my patterns, because I like to be in early. I do my exercises, I do my visualizations, I do those things to get grounded in my space. Then preparing myself for this morning with, with all of us. So Saturday, Wednesday, we have another one. Friday, we have our morning. Saturday, I'm teaching a seminar in Daytona, or in uh, Port Orange at Palmer Chiropractic College. And uh, so, so far, I've worked every weekend, and I'm excited to do it. There are times I have to take a little break. So to be in the moment, we also have to rest. That's the end of this talk, really, of finding those moments where we can be at peace. There were times when Roberta and I would drive around the kids in the car till they fell asleep, and we would hang out in the parking lot of wherever it might be, Publix, or there's a couple of spots at the beach where we can just sit and watch the water and have a conversation when the kids finally went to sleep in the back in their car seats where we can actually talk like adults. And that was very nice. We had to carve out a few moments. It's not always easy to carve out those moments in life, especially the busier we get. So our value of ourself, and I go back to this a lot, is very important for our emotional state, our spiritual state, our physical state, everything. So taking the moments to be at peace, have those moments to communicate, to be quiet, I have a, uh, one of, we made one of our bedrooms, I made uh, a closet, and uh, so my closet is one of the bedrooms, and I can, you know, be at peace in there, I meditate in the morning, I do some other exercises, but I can close the door and not wake up the family at 5 o'clock in the morning. Those things I've carved out for myself, I've made them special to me, so I can have those moments for myself. There's been a great deal of time where I forgot about that. I have not done them. I am back to doing them because I'm valuing myself, okay? It's not being egotistical. It's not being any of those things, self-centered. What it is is having our value and knowing that I, my heart space, my love space is ground zero. That is where it all stems from, bringing that value from within me. In my conversation we talked about earlier with, uh, with uh, Jay Abraham, what I said was my approach, you know, being the guru for the CEOs and Fortune 500 companies and giving them strategies, where I come from is giving the strategies of the heart, clearing those barriers from within so we can shine our light brighter, then those strategies are more efficient for every aspect of our life. 
because being the greatest CEO, the wealthiest chiropractor, uh, you know, the number one model or actress or actor in the planet, whatever it might be, if everything is an imbalance in life with our family, with ourselves, with our financial state, our home, everything, you know, then it's not worth it. We're unbalanced in some place. One aspect is going to fall apart. So being in balance and coming from our heart, clearing these things that have held us back maybe in life, what we consider to be negative, but I really see now as positive because they've created the me, the I am in life. So this approach, is it different? I don't know. I think it's an ancient approach, really. That is where I am going in my life's journey right now, okay? That's what I have for today. That's what's been sitting with me for this weekend to share with you. Um, do you have anything to share? Does anybody want to add anything? Shoulders shrugged. <laughs> All right. <laughs>